This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Find a pot of gold to strike it rich this month. Instead, win money on your tournament wagers with Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best team of odds makers in the business, so they're the safe bet when it comes to sports gambling. They're going to find the best prices, the best odds, and you're going to have that direct line to their experienced staff behind the counter in Las Vegas. They also have one of the most extensive betting menus around, so no matter what you want to wager on, come tournament time, Superbook is sure to have it. Download the Superbook app and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Yeah, so uh, a little bit of a, hey, you know, sometimes Travis Scott got to get off stage, man. That's the way it goes. It's show business. You're going to get that hook, big dog. It's the way it works. Uh, and uh, and BC is no exception. Do your job or you get the hook, period, point blank. Um we have been talking about John Morant and and this sort of arbitrary number, right? I guess it's because Gilbert Arena's got 50 games. Uh, is that what happened? No, it's in the CBA that if you bring a gun into a team facility or on the plane, John, you get an automatic 50 game. I'm assuming it came after the Gilbert Arena's issue. Yeah, that well, that was factored into the CBA agreement. Yeah, it, it turns out that uh, that there's some confusion about that. There is no specific suspension length in the bylaws. It's been reported. Yeah, so Mark Stein just tweeted about an, uh, 20 minutes ago, uh, I stated something incorrectly on today's podcast. A firearm on team premises is indeed a violation of NBA rules and subjects the player to discipline, but there is no specific suspension length in the league bylaws. That length is imposed at the commissioner's discretion. For Gilbert, it happened to be 50 but there is no minimum or maximum when it comes to that length. So it could be the regular season. It could be 20. It could be 30. It could be 40. It could be longer. It could be 82. Yeah. We don't know. So, But that's if it's proven on a plane, and they weren't in the team facility. Uh, so it's not going to matter because yeah. we don't think they'll be able to prove that it was on the plane. So, again, then you have the NBA then making the determination, should we come down with something? Yeah, for the, ofi- the official language is as follows. I will read it just for the people who are curious. Uh, whenever a player is physically present at a facility or venue owned, operated, or being used by a team, the NBA, or any league-related entity, and whenever a player is traveling on an NBA-related business, whether on behalf of the player's team, the NBA, or any league-related entity, such player shall not possess a firearm of any kind or any other deadly weapon. For purposes of the foregoing, a facility or venue includes but is not limited to an arena, a practice facility, a team or league officer facility, an all-star or an NBA playoff venue, and the site of a pro- promotional or charitable appearance. Um, so, again, that would only, at this point, pertain to the plane because the shotgun Williams is not either any of those things. Mm-hmm. So, although it doesn't, I, I guess you would, at this point, you would, the language would be the plane is a team facility. Is yeah, that what we're saying? It, it, the the plane had counted in some of the recent the reporting that this was an NBA rule. They counted the plane as a team facility. Yes. Yeah. So again, it could be seven games. It could be fifteen games. It doesn't have to be fifty. Is the point here? It's all up to Adam Silver and his discretion. And in that way, we truly have no clue. You know, we don't even have the Gilbert Arenas fifty. Game and I would say then I mean that was him and Javar's Crittenden bringing that stuff over to the locker room. Mm-hmm. I mean that that was that was a whole different story, you know. So could they determine? Yeah, it's not as bad as Gilbert Arenas and Javar's Crittenden who went on to become a you know convicted murderer. Um, it's not as bad as that situation. Is it half as bad? Is it a third as bad? I mean I think they probably will use fifty as a little bit of a guiding, you know. Hey, this is what we did last time this came up. Where will they come down in terms of the severity is what we don't know. Yeah, again, because 
it's good that Mark Stein's come with the official reporting that 50s is not officially tied. A 50-game suspension is not automatic for a, a gun on a team plane. But I think as of today, we had already ruled out anything close to a 50 because they're right. not going to be able to prove yep. that the gun was on the plane. And so then we get back into, and yeah, sure, they could maybe look at previous instances and, and use it as somewhat of a guide, but this is, is different because clearly you're going to have it in a club. You don't know whether it was Jaws gun, but the issue is, like I've continued to say, you've already, you've already investigated one alleged gun incident with him in a team facility. So now because you have one with him in his face, albeit not in a team facility, you're going to have to do something. And again, that's why I go back to, okay, well, what's, what's the reasonable number? We have to say that Ja didn't hurt anybody. In this case, you, weren't, you didn't pull your guns out in the locker room. Can you avoid 19 in the rest of the regular season and still send a message? I think you can. So it just seems like it makes common sense to me that in addition to whatever the Grizzlies do, you would come down with something where you can say, hey, we take this very seriously. It's the second time we've investigated Ja for a gun incident. Here's a five-game suspension. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you necessarily have to suspend them for the rest of a regular season. Yeah. Again, I'm with you. It's good that we have the, the, the now correct reporting that there isn't a, an automatic 50, but we'd already ruled out, you and I at least, had already ruled mm-hmm. out 50 because he's got all his boys with him in that club. Somebody's going to take that, you know. That's the way it goes. You would think. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, what you got the boys for? I mean, unless that – uh, unless the gun is, is registered to well, John that, that, then that's just well, then, then then the gun needs to be lost. <laughs> you said that's got. I'm saying if you're looking at it from their shoes, right. they nobody ever, ever you know catch. Win. Don't let the Colorado po- police that are investigating that find out because then it's yeah, if it's registered to him, it's over. I don't I don't think there's any way it's going to come back as registered. I mean, I, I would have to believe that, but. But again, was he in his right mind when he was flashed in the first place? Well, clearly so, not because. Clearly, because common sense wasn't applied there with everything yeah. he had swirling around him to even put the gun in the dang picture. Correct. So, yeah, there's still a lot to play out, and we don't know exactly, you know, uh, what that is going to, you know, look like and what that is going to entail. But that is the latest from Mark Stein. I thought it was interesting that it doesn't have to be 50, won't necessarily be 50, could be less, could be more. I mean, you know, you can't say for sure that it no, can't. There's no way. But, but, uh, that is that is the latest on the Ja Morant front. Look, this is not a fun conversation for anybody to have. Uh, this, you know, I know that this is different than what we normally do. It's not fun. It's not, uh, you know, what we strive to talk about. Unfortunately, it's it's what there is to talk about. No, but with with everything they've got left to play on the season, this factors in greatly in terms of whether or not you're going to be able to stay in the position you are. You lose two, you don't have home court through the first two rounds. Yep. Everything about the season changes. And it also did, it from a roster standpoint, yep. with losing Brandon Clark. Steven Adams, not back tonight. Nope. You know, you're hoping that it's, you know, that maybe Thursday, you hope. Uh, and so, yeah, right now, everything's sort of thrown into disarray at a time where you're still, even with John Moran in, and you couldn't close out in a, in a fourth quarter against the Denver Nuggets. So, uh, you talk about, as challenging as it gets after you beat Houston to start this road trip, and we all said, yeah, two and one, the rest of the way looks good. Man, everything about the road trip, about the rest of this season has changed. And it's all with, with so many question marks. There is, there's no pinning it down, John, and being able to say, well, this is what's going to happen. There, there are just so many things in flux for them right now. You know, Taylor Jenkins has got his work cut out for him. Yeah, and of course that starts tonight against the Los Angeles Lakers, who have now moved down to a pick. It was Lakers minus one, and is now down to a pick. Look, I think the Grizzlies are desperate too. Um, I, I think that's another sort of angle to to tonight, and 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 not just this next four or five game stretch, but the rest of the season. You know, they're hearing all the same things, and I think they want nothing more than to go out there. And just win games, and just you know find ways to not distract, but you know prove, hey, we still have a, a good team with what we have here, because they've done it before. I mean, they have they have won big time games. Now that was last year, um, and, and parts of that roster have changed. But I do think, like for example, tonight, you know, and it is a uh, this is a TNT game. Yeah, this one and Golden State on Thursday. I think this is a and uh, Dallas. The second one's on ESPN. Yeah, so I I do think that kind of works in Memphis's favor here a little bit. Like as desperate as the Lakers will be to like cling, what are they tenth right now? They're yeah, tied to, for with Portland. Yeah, and, I mean they're right there with everybody. They're clinging two to, and two without LeBron too. Anthony Davis. Status. Um, 
the Grizzlies will be just as, I think, desperate to prove that uh, they can move past this. And the easiest way to move past it is to win. It just is. Easier said than done with no Steven Adams and no uh, Brandon Clark and no John Moran. Can the Grizzlies beat the Lakers with no LeBron? I mean, surely, right? They owe them, too. They owe them from the last game. Your most consistent bench player and two starters yeah. are out. And, and, you know, a guy that would have been all NBA. Look, I mean, if he can finish out quite honestly, I mean, it's time for, you know, a guy like Desmond Bain. You know, it's time for him to, to, to you know, channel what he had against going against the Clippers and be that guy for the Grizzlies through this stretch. I mean, this is a guy that we have talked about paying max money to. This is a guy that we've talked about being an all-star. All right? Well, this is your platform, man. The floor is now yours. And, and, and I don't know, he may be dealing with an injury or whatever it may be, but, brother, this is the moment for you. Bro, he just had 30 against the Clippers. It wasn't enough. Like, what, well, what, what you yeah. What you want here? I'm saying he's how, got, how much more Bain got to do for you? Well, hey, how much can more can he do for well, you? He's got to continue I mean, to do that. At some point, saying. it becomes around the guys around him who are not there either by their own uh, choices or, in Stephen Adams' case, still not back from injury. Like Bain's thirty nineteen thirty this you know this month. Yeah, like he's been he stepped it up to a level we saw pre-injury. I, I I hear what you're saying on well, you just need more from what's out there, but at some point you. You're you're missing so much. It's not. It doesn't feel like a fair fight anymore. Well, fine. And again, some of this self-inflicted. Fine. If you want to say that that Desmond's already holding up his end of the bargain, then I will give you that. But then it's time for a guy like Dylan Brooks who is entering and all day an offseason. I wonder of true where his mind is right now. Well, it needs to be focused on this damn stretch. That's where Does it needs it, though, to be. If he feels like he's out of here at the end of the season anyway. Well, I mean, he, you like, went out and you you made all these uh, attempts to go out and upgrade at the position. What? Right, you've kind of made it clear that you were after OG or Bridges. Yep. And you saw at the end of that Denver game, he picks up the 16th tech. He doesn't care about, you know, missing the next game against yep. the Clippers. Like, is he truly well, – do we think he's firmly locked in 100% most grizzly he's ever been? Or could you well, see a scenario where, where his mind's wilding out a little bit right now because, heck, you got you got this stuff with Ja going on. Team don't want me. They want to upgrade. Yep. I'm gonna hit the you know I'm gonna hit the free agency market and see what's out there. Yeah, I understand like I just, that. I wonder how committed he is to well, getting he, it right right now. Does he want to make money? Then if he, if he does, he should want to go out here and show well. You know, this is the time of the season where you're going to find out who are the true professionals on this team. See, my thing with Dylan the other day, he's the one that really got Jamal Murray going. Like all that so talking like, oh, and yeah. everything else. Yeah. Jamal was quiet in that game. By the end of it, he's going off and yelling at you, and they're getting the upper hand. Mm-hmm. So if you've lost that edge now too. In addition to you don't care enough that you pick up the tech, the 16 tech, so you're out for the next game. How committed is he? Mm-hmm. So that's what it's it's easy to do the rah rah. Everybody, let's galvanize their worlds all against us. But you don't even know if everybody in that locker room's on the same page. Particularly one of your most important at this point in Dylan Brooks. So I, I I watch him right now and wonder, you know, where is his head at right now? Is he truly and firmly committed to again, you know, what 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 has to be done at this point? Because you're talking about a guy who could be could be out of here next Well, year. I think for him, like, and if I'm his agent, I'm letting him know, like, I know you may feel a certain type of way about this organization. And you, Remember he got booed this year yeah, as like, well, and it's the look, whole You Memphis may well and... be elsewhere next season, but uh, but you should also be I hear cons- what you're, where considering, you're going. Yeah. like, your next deal. Now's and, the time to shine right. with Jai Like, you got to show you're a professional and that you can actually, like, because he, he's played poorly offensively for a long stretch now. You know, this is the best opportunity he's going to have in terms of sheer volume and flow of the offense and and what his the pecking order is, this is his chance to prove he can still be a number two for somebody. Because realistically, he's probably going to have to be two, three for the Grizzlies in this stretch without John Morant. So if, if he's not, if he if he's bitter about the trade deadline and what could have happened, I would say that's a super short sighted view to take, man. Because you get one more chance in my mind at a big contract, at a at a decently long contract, and this is an audition. It ain't for the Grizzlies, maybe, but it is for your next team. Unless you want to be playing for some bottom feeder in the NBA and, you know, where you're not going to be relevant. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to show in this stretch as the Grizzlies are rounding off for the playoffs, like, hey, you helped stabilize. You came in, you shot 37% from three. Like, you still did all the things that you do defensively. 
this is these are the things I would be watching. Yeah, no, you make a valid point there because now you aren't. You don't have to be the fourth option. They need more from you. So yeah. now's your time to kick in the door. The problem is with the way he's been shooting, John, you'd be looking at a five of 22. No, that's And it's, it's wrecking true. the Grizzlies it's at true. the same time that it's ruining you individually in terms of looking like a number two again. So that could backfire on you as well. No, you make you make a great point. That's what I'm telling him if I'm his agent. Yeah. Like now's the time with no John Moran in there to step up and, well, and, I, and show it. And but I think that's part that of – That could backfire on the Grizzlies too. You know, I know that Stephen Adams' uh, report w- was probably mostly about John Morant. But I also think too, like, you know, the technical – getting 16 technical fouls and, and missing a game – uh, that they that, that you need. That's right? putting yourself before the team. That's why That's I wondered exa- if we're already right. Who, like who are the professionals? Here. You know, like where are the professionals? This is the stretch where they need to reveal themselves for this team. Tyus is a pro. Tyus, but been but a pro. but if you've got a Dylan Brooks who feels like we well, all let Jod do whatever the hell he wants to do, so I'm gonna do it too. Well, that's I'm not putting the team and it's but beforehand because y'all are you know you, it, it's two different things here. Look at the you know look at the well, way you guys treat John or whatever else. Yeah, that's my that, that's what I would be cons, you know no, concerned I think it, about. It is especially I mean, like can he sabotage you the rest of the way? Yeah, for with everything that's surrounding you. So hopefully it's a Dylan that's still willing to be a team guy. But I could see a lot of reasons why he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't be one down here down the strip. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at what this guy has done, I mean, in the month of February, he shot 28% from three. He averaged nine a game. And I know he expends a lot of energy defensively, but, buddy, I, and I know they're giving out contracts like candy. My thing is when you're shooting at that poorly, you can't be wilding out still. Exactly. You, know? you need you to be can't a be good costing citizen. your team anything, especially on the with, with technical fouls and getting thrown out. You get your 16th. You miss the Clippers game. Yep. Like especially when you're shooting that poorly. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Is he still down for the, you know, for the cause? I could understand why he wouldn't be at this point. They're trying to make you the fourth in the pecking order, asking you to take eight to ten shots. You've been as bad as you've ever been from the field. Oh, but they still want the Dylan Brooks that he feels like can shut down anybody in the league. That's a, and then I watched him the other day literally ignite Jamal Murray. Mm-mm. But, again, this this team probably has already come to that conclusion, as, mm-hmm. as would be evidence of the reports. Exactly. You know, that they went after Bridges and OG. Exactly. So, anyway, look, there's a lot uh, there's a lot riding on these next few games, right, not just for the team but for individuals in terms of their next contracts and their next deals and whether they're with the Grizzlies or not. You know, it helps make that decision a little bit clearer. Uh, for the franchise and and maybe some others around the uh, around the NBA, so it's a big one tonight against the LA Lakers. Tough to get it on track, but they will certainly try there at uh, at crypto.com. All right, we'll come back. Trista Crick's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to her about the Grizzlies, about John Morant, Dylan Brooks, all that and more on the other side. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. And the Grizzlies come away with a win. Ring it up and put the first division title on the board for your Memphis Grizzlies. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Trista Crick is the host of BetMGM Tonight. That's part of the Odyssey family. She's on Twitter at Trista underscore Crick. She joins us every single Tuesday. And she joins us now. This has been, this has been a like a hard week to do a radio show like this, Tristan. Not gonna lie to you. Oh, I bet. I thought of you guys Saturday morning when I woke up and I said, "I wonder how my guys are doing. I wonder if they're up yet. I wonder if they see this. I know you guys are an hour behind me. Yeah, well, or maybe you guys were at the club too with your shirts off. I don't know. No, I was not. I was not. Uh, I didn't get the invite. I didn't get the invite to that one. I get the invites in in Memphis usually, but I don't get the uh, I don't get the shotgun Willie's invitations. But it but it's it's been it's been you know it's just We're like, it's not fun you know like the nature of what we do in show business is supposed to be fun and lighthearted and and all that great stuff and it's like nothing about this nothing about this is that. Yeah, I mean, and I text you over the weekend too, just to say you know, one, I hope. You're hanging in. But two, just like, what do we do? You guys are closer to the situation than me as national media. I just don't know, really. My my tactic in all of life is always to try to make jokes. And it's even been hard for me to find things to make jokes at. What was funny, I thought, were all of the athletes that chimed in with their wisdom about this situation like Gilbert Arenas telling us that we should just pretend like we didn't see it or Paul Pierce or Kendrick Perkins like people that nobody is asking for their wisdom from Jalen Rose is obviously he had great things to say but outside of him there's been some tomfoolery on the internet that I found to be funny but overall it's just very sad very sad. There's a lot of um, uncertainty. Everybody is now a private detective. Everybody now understands the law better than anyone else and what MBA rules and guidelines are, but it's serious. I'm just in, in full-on curiosity mode to those who are closer to the situation than me to find out really what comes next. I'm just interested from somebody you, you mentioned that's on the outside looking in, but obviously covers the league from a, a, a national perspective. Do you think the NBA has to hit Ja with something, considering, and I'm not trying to make a case that they should, but but this it is context. They've already investigated one gun incident as alleged by the Indiana Pacers. Do you think the NBA will have to come down with something, or should? So, so what I would say is this. So I was talking to a friend about just leagues in general, right? And it's really hard once precedent has been set for a new regime or the same regime to give out less of a punishment for another similar incident, right? So MLB, for example, in the early 90s when steroid usage was popping, the first steroid uh, suspension amount of gains was 50, right? And then you move forward in time, and then the next one or ones in the future, they move it and they bump it up, actually. You've never seen 50 to 25. You've, you've seen 50 to now what we see in current, the current day and age is you know, 80 or 100 or 120 in, in Major League Baseball. So that's something that you leaders of these leagues are thinking about is we don't want precedent to be set backwards. So they either come down with the same amount of of punishment or they try to move the goalposts forward to say, listen, like it's obviously not getting through to whoever. So if, if it is found that, and I don't know how you prove this, 
I'm not sure if they if they toss the gun, uh, if you find the gun, if it comes out that there's some sort of proof that Job brought his gun, if it was his, onto the team plane, which is team property, right? He chartered the plane. That's very similar, and I would say, you know, a logical person, and you guys know how I feel about Jaw. I love Jaw. But a logical, a logical person would say, you know, that's more dangerous than a locker room. You know, you, you put it underneath the plane, something happens, it goes off. Now you've got an entire uh, cohort of people at risk. And, and you obviously have the issues with Denver County's laws about transferring guns across state lines, having an unregistered gun in a state, all these things. So if, if Gilbert Arenas got 50 for 50 game suspension for having a gun or multiple guns in the locker room, then I would imagine that if it is found to be, you know, ironclad that there was a gun brought onto a team, a team plane, that he would get 50, if not more than 50. Don't you think but, but, that's but, the rub, though, right? I mean, like, right, there, let's, some... the follow up to that is, is we're with you that they, it's going to be tough to prove that that, that Ja had that gun on the plane. Does the NBA still come down if they can't tie it to him directly? And, and, and that's the, I think, like, I mean, this is the way it works, right? Like, somebody takes yep. the fall. Somebody says, oh, that gun's not his, that's mine. Right. I don't think there's any way on earth that could be registered to Ja. I don't, I mean, I, that's not what I would believe. So are they going to get to that point? I mean, I think that's the so that's, then, the that's where we're at. Then you, yeah, then you have, okay, so now the Denver police are investigating the fact that he had possession of a gun that was unregistered in their state. Whether it was his or not, doesn't really matter. It was his hand in the video, right? So he had possession there. So then you say, okay, well, is that a felony in, in Colorado? If that's a felony in Colorado, is there multiple things going on there that they uh, are investigating? I think that there is a punishment that's coming down that's, that's going to be hefty. Uh, I don't see it being just a fine because there's, it wasn't in Memphis. If it was in Memphis, I think everything is sort of different, right? Or if it's in a state where there's open carry laws allowed, then you could say, oh, well, you know, there's really nothing here. Um, yes, I think it's going to be very difficult to prove, but I think there's going to be parts that are very sticky to this, I, I would imagine it's really, really tricky for Adam Silver because it's the end of the season and the playoffs are coming and how much revenue they make from playoffs. Mm-hmm. And Memphis is a very hot ticket uh, to not have jaw in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think he wants to do it, right? Like I don't think there is – like this is not a guy that Adam Silver is trying to take down. So I think that is a part of this equation. I, I, no question. And maybe it's a regular season and non postseason suspension. I don't know. I don't know how they wriggle their way out. Right. I just know. Uh, yeah, I mean, because you know that's like what they're going to try to do. But Adam Silver, is, his reputation is so soft on players. Mm-hmm. I can't that's really important. say what he's going to do. Well, let that's me ask what you I'm this. concerned let, about. Let me ask you this. Jaws done re- rest of the regular season. Comes, I mean, that, that's the suspension. That's 20-some-odd games it ends up being. I mean, that's pretty hefty, is it not? I think it's hefty, yeah, I do. But I think maybe you attach it to some sort of, all right, in order for it to not be whatever amount, we need to see you engaged in these programs that make sure that you're getting, yes, and also that you're getting help and that you're understanding, you know, there's some level of of incentive for him to take care of him outside of, hey, Jaw, you just should. Mm -hmm. It's just the right thing for you. And I remember watching – I remember watching his Instagram live when he was going to the Cleveland uh, all-star game and it was him and some friends and it was very clear. He was all the way thrown and was standing up on the team playing guzzling tequila or some dark liquor. I, I don't know. And I was like, man, I don't know that this is a good idea. Just, just the vibe of it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you walk into the vibe and you're like, man, this is like destructive. That was my first time being like, you know, this is something to keep an eye on, you know? Uh, and so I think if you're Adam Silver, you kind of have to attach some level of not just the suspensions, but accountability for him to just make sure that these things don't happen again. I think part of the part of the sort of way we think about Ja and, and the way that Ja has talked about 
I don't know, and, and maybe I'm being naive here, but I think people forget how out of nowhere this all was for him. Like, if you just watch the NBA for the last two years, you're like, John Morant's a superstar. What are you talking about? John Morant was not – like, nobody knew who John Morant was before four years ago, you know? Like, before right. that run in Mar- – like, the story has been told time and time again. He wasn't a highly sought-after recruit. He was discovered on accident because an assistant coach wanted a bag of Doritos, you know? Like, I, I – and, and yeah. I, don't, I don't – like, some guys, Bronny James – is groomed and his dad's tweeting about how the, the, he's already better than some of the guys in the NBA because he watched Grant Williams air ball two free throws or whatever. Some guys are prepared and, 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 and robotically engineered genetically to be professional basketball players. And although T definitely worked with Jai and coached him up, like there was not this long history of, of professional basketball players, right, in that family. So the fact I think I, I feel like it happened overnight in a way has sort of contributed to you know some of the things that you've seen you know like it 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 maybe wasn't as expected and that's why you get on a on a plane you're going to all-star game you're drinking tequila because it's like dude i I didn't think i would be here and i think that informs a lot of not to make an excuse but i think you're right i think that's definitely something that's important in the context right i think I think Jaw is a good guy. I don't think Jaw necessarily has uh, like a dark spirit. I know that sounds like very, um, you know, ethereal and sort of like very hard to yeah. hard to like judge. But that's that's something that I personally go off like vibe check. Yeah, I, I do think it's worth I do think it's worth thinking about when we evaluate Jaw. Like, okay, what it is that he came from and how the rise to fame was in and wealth was that fast for sure. I remember when I was like in, in college I went to Greece and I lived there for six months and uh, alcohol was legal and I was 19. Right. And I'm doing all kinds of things, right. I'm, uh, I'm blacking out. I'm, I'm, I'm just all over the place, just a wreck to the point where my mom had to say, listen, like alcoholism runs in your family. You need to step away. You need to figure out what you're doing with your life before you go down a bad road. And that was a really important conversation to have. And I don't know who has those conversations with Jaw. I, I heard from uh, one of the reporters that we had on our show last night that him and Jake, Jaw and Jay Crowder are very close. So maybe that's a conversation with Jay. Someone clearly needs to be an OG with him that Jaw respects and wants advice from, because at a certain point, it's like, you can't really tell me anything. My defiance is what got me to this place doing it my way, right? Nobody told me I would be here. But at a certain point, someone needs to say, listen, like, how do we get you to to assimilate as a superstar? Because at this point, you're really close to not being a superstar anymore. What about your Kings? All of a sudden, it looks like the beam's going to pass. If you can, if you throw in this Jaw stuff and all the uncertainty surrounding it in terms of when he'll be back, the fact that Steven Adams isn't back, the fact that Brandon Clark blow there out for the season, it just looks like it's going to – it's even with the Kings' schedule, it's tougher than the Grizzlies the rest of the way, but um, only a half game behind the Grizzlies now uh, at this point. It feels like the Kings are going to pass them. Yeah, I I think that that's definitely a possibility uh, for sure. Kings are playing really well, too. I think that last night's win against New Orleans, which was a cover, by the way, they play the the Knicks, and that was without De'Aaron Fox. They play the Knicks on Thursday. That's going to be a very crucial game. Suns the following game, right? And then they have the Bucks. Those three-game stretch, that three-game stretch is going to be very meaningful for the Grizz, very meaningful uh, for the Kings in terms of their, their playoff seating. And then they get a little bit of a break, right? They get Wizards, they get Bulls, they get Nets, they get Jazz. So another like a nice little three-game sort of a breather. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a tough schedule, man. But they've been playing and competing against everybody. I would not be surprised if they beat the Knicks at home on Thursday. I would not be surprised. We're talking to Trista Crick, host of BetMGM tonight. I know it's like you just like you just going to like jog my memory you know, like you, th- this is what you do, right? You do like handicapping and you do like against the spread. But I feel like when we bring you on, our conversations like are usually, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but like they can be a lot bigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, yeah. I feel like, you know, maybe I'm supposed to ask you some 
some like against the spread questions, but I just feel like there's well, we're in too much disarray here to do that. Try to do that. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think in general that was the guys, the guys in which I came on the radio for, and it's very clear with you with folks in Sacramento, with folks in Buffalo and Rochester, the other places that I go on, you know, we have more to say. And so comedy is the the lens of of which I I perform with. And we can use that to talk about much larger topics that I think are more important to people in in Memphis right now. I I do have one um, sports betting related question I will pose to you. And I think it's going to shock my partner. I think it's going to stop him dead in his tracks. The Golden State Warriors, uh, as of right now, have the fifth best odds to win the NBA championship and repeat. Uh, plus 1,000 at uh, my book, Superbook, and I'm sure it's around, it's around that pretty much everywhere else. Uh, you have a ticket. You put a ticket in on Golden State as soon as the, the last championship went final. Are you feeling good about where you sit right now? Oh, John, you got to shop around, too, because last weekend – before Steph came back, I ended up not only taking Golden State to win the West at plus 800, I ended up taking them to win it all at plus 1,600. So either those odds have fallen like a rock or you got to shop around. Uh, yeah, but, I, I, yeah, it's a I'm sharp doubling. book, yeah. It's a sharp, yeah, they're sharp. They know what's good. <laughs> they know you can't sleep on the dub. You got you to gotta find a book that's sleeping. And, uh, you know, <laughs> You have obviously a great relationship with Superbook, but uh, plus sixteen hundred or plus one thousand is a big, big difference. It is. So oh, it is. Yeah. And Steph, Steph with this team obviously is everything. Uh, and I don't know when Andrew Wiggins is coming back. Uh, he has a personal issue right now, and so he's away from the team. I would presume that he's going to be back for the playoffs. Gary Payton's going to be back for the playoffs. He's going to be healthy, and we know what he can do as an on-ball defender. He's very pesky. He hounds whoever he's defending. And then you add in the Draymond to the mix. Draymond has been playing excellent this year. Kavon Looney needs to play every important minute that the Golden State Warriors have, and then you're basically relying on Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, and Steph to just basically kill you with threes. And that's the one thing that I think is the issue for the Grizz, they just don't have a lot of really elite perimeter shooting, right? You have Desmond Bain, who's awesome, and you have Luke Kennard, who's, you know, spotty, but it's a good shooter from three. And then outside of that, you're just kind of up in the air, right? Uh, Jaron Jackson's touch and go, Jaws touch and go, uh, Santi Aldama's touch and go. You know, they're streaky. So when, when you go up against a team like the Warriors, whoever you are, whether that's Boston, whether that's the Grizz, whether that's Denver, you're dealing with guys who will shoot 53, 55 threes in a night, and they're going to make maybe 30 of them. You know, so it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough with 90 points coming from beyond the arc. And then uh, what have you made of this, this Phoenix team from what you've seen so far uh, from KD especially, but him and Booker, boy, that is, a, that is a dynamic tandem. It is so fun. I love it. Uh, one Number one, what I'll say is from watching the Mavericks game, you can tell that defenses are going to load up on KD and Booker. And for whatever reason, they're basically running the offense with them on both sides, the same side of the court, right? Mm-hmm. You have KD either on the, the wing and Devin Booker in the corner or, or maybe top of the key into the wing. And then you have Chris Paul kind of on the opposite side yeah, as a safety valve. Uh, deadly. So they're going to leave Chris Paul alone a lot. And that's going to hurt Chris Paul's assist numbers because when you go, you know, when you pass the ball to KD and then he passes the ball to, or he dribble drives, kicks out to Devin Booker, he's not going to kick out cross court uh, across defenders to Chris Paul and then Chris Paul kick out. So you're going to need to hit more men in order for CP to get the ball back, which then means he's going to be open to shoot or he's going to have to hit to the random scrub fifth man like the Ish Wainwrights of the world, uh, the campaigns of the world, the Jock Landales of the world, whoever's there, Tory Craig in the corner, which is going to be very dicey in terms of uh, like actually getting those assists. So I think CP's assist numbers are going to be down. We saw them, him hit guys open early and often for the first two games, had like 11 or 12 assists. Then he had seven against the Mavs because they kind of figure out how to play them. So what that means to me, Devin Booker is going to get a lot more assists. He had 10, I believe, against the, the Mavs. 
And I just don't think you can stop Devin Booker and Kevin Durant really at all. It's going to be a two-man game. I think DeAndre Ayton is going to eat down low in terms of rebounds, maybe not so much with points. And they're they're fun, potent offensive team that's going to have to live and die by a lot of Chris Paul open jumpers. Yeah. Hey, Trista, always Great appreciate breakdown. your time. Thanks Thank so you, much. Trista. Thanks. Love you guys. Yep. She is. Trista Crick joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Catch her on BetMGM tonight. Uh, always thoughtful. Always good conversation with Trista. Yeah, I mean, those Warriors odds were like plus 2,200 three weeks ago. And now they're all the way up to plus 1,000 at most books. I, I just looked at all the ones I have available. Folks still can't win on the road. Yeah, but... They, they don't, like they, every time I feel bad about the Grizzlies' road record, I look at Golden State yeah. seven and twenty-four. But who's most likely to be able to turn it on when they want them? They can do that. When it matters, they'll win on the road. <sighs> they did it against Boston. They did it against the Grizz. Seven I mean, and twenty-four. I mean, I, that's I, right down there with the Spurs and yeah, Rockets. Bad. That's why I don't believe it. Like I don't really feel like it's real. It, it feels like it's, well, they it, play a lot of them road games with Steph, haven't they? Yeah, but I don't know how healthy they've been all year long together. They're, I mean, there's a reason why they're sitting there at fifth best, even though they're far from fifth best record in the in the NBA. Like, I would trust them against pretty much everybody. Phoenix would be a very, very, very difficult 4-5 if that's the way that goes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is definitely, you know, that's a coin flip as far as I'm concerned. Like, I could see that going either way. Anybody else? I would I would give them the edge against Sacramento. I would give them the edge against the Grizz. I would give them the edge against the Nuggets. Um, I would give them the edge against the Mavs. I would give them – you know, in the East, you know, they already beat the Celtics once. So nobody else is going to scare me. They, the Bucks, I think they would make light work of the Bucks, quite honestly. Um, but, you know, the key is avoiding them until the last possible stop. That's where I'm at. I'm scared of them, bro. I've been, I've been transparent about my fear of them. Um, and so I do not want to see them until I absolutely have to. I'll, I'll run through them in the conference finals. That's when I'd like to see them. Okay. But not until then. Not until then. Not a moment too soon. All right, we'll come back, wrap this thing up here on a Tuesday. Jason and John, Audi Turner FM, ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You heard Drake, right? Everything I own is not a rental. I own that. Why? Because it's better. It's better to own. Build that equity up. Build that generational wealth up so that you have something to leave to your children someday. Give yourself that choice. And that's where the Live Love Memphis team comes in. They want to help you build that equity. They want to help you get out of that rent cycle, paying somebody else's mortgage. Pay your own. 
Own your home. There's a real empowerment to it. They want to help you with that process. Sometimes it could be a little bit more complicated. And that's where they come in. So if you want to buy a home, own a home, sell your home, reach out. Best team in Memphis. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. 625-5200 is the number. 625-5200. Make sure you keep it. Because uh, Jennifer Carsonson's the best in town. Everyone we've sent over, referred to her. They've all been happy. Come back with nothing but happy stories. Contar Macklin moved up out of here and got on down to Houston, included uh, in those group of folks. Um, I promise you this. You're going to be pleased with everything you say, that she says. And at the least, even if she doesn't sell your home or help you get in a new one, you're going to get an education. John touched on this. She's got a mission. It's to lower rentership in Memphis and increase home ownership. Stop paying that landlord. Uh, have it go to something much more important. That's equity. Build it up. You can do it. She'll show you the way. Again, not, it's not going to happen if you don't make the call. 901-625-5200. You can email it. Sold at livelovememphis.com. It is the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Uh, Steven Adams is doing uh, a little bit of shooting around. Does that excite you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had already ruled him out for tonight. Is that going to be a change? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, so so you pre- you would predict you'd see him Thursday yeah. against Golden State back home. Exactly. Uh, also tonight they are honoring uh, and retiring the jersey of your favorite Memphis Grizzly, Pal Gasol, uh, in L.A. Dog. How about that? Got to deal with that mess? Got to deal with that mess. Shannon going to be there too? I don't know. That's a good question. I have not asked. After basically co-signing the jaws of Crip. With right. Skip Bayless, right? These Grape Street. That's what Crip. That's what uh. Come on, man. Skip was saying. Well, I I got the last time. I I called some people around the league, and they say, "Do we know that this guy is not a Grape Street Crip?" He like, said he's seen him throw the Crip sign multiple times. Right. Like you know how stupid you sound. Well, I mean, what, what are you talking? You about? you half expect him to say, and, "And what about that dance that he does after every time he makes a basket? It, it, how close is that to the Crip walk? You know." And it's like, Shannon, Shannon, please step in. Help him from himself. Save him from himself. But nope. I don't know why you activated Siri on my phone uh, talking about the crib walk and Skip Bayless. That man said, Skip, you might be 100% correct. I'm like, bro, what am I watching right now? What is this? How have we allowed it, it to get this bad to where we have no standard and no threshold for truth? Well, he didn't. He clearly did not. After what they've been, those two have been through. He didn't want to challenge Skip and his sources of the fact that Skip believes he's seen Jothro multiple crip signs. But that it, it doesn't matter. You cannot be on national television. Because then you make the guy television. you're having the show with look less credible, and then folk, you, you're literally sabotaging yourself. So he, it's almost like he has to let it go, so he doesn't kill the credibility of the Fine. guys doing the show. There's with. a way. No, then. I'm, I'm with. You. He had to shoot that. There's a way to shoot that down, right? And still, you know, not kill your guy there. Yeah, I just think it's but crazy that, that like surprised that Shannon let that one let that one slide. I mean, especially after he felt the need to come back and apologize right after the whole incident. Like, right. usually he will try to do the right thing, and if he's done the wrong thing, you saw you saw the apology. Yes. In this instance, it was wild speculation. Right, Skip trying to tell you he knows what a crip sign is, and that Jaws done it multiple times because he's been studying. Like, hey, get up out of here! The dumbest thing that's happened. You know, he's too, at least it said, well, you could be wrong on that, too. Right. I mean, it's Especially in this day and age, man, where dudes are throwing, you're throwing hand signs on everything. You know, yes. Doc, Doc Holliday had a post about that yesterday. I thought it was very useful for a lot of people. Folks are throwing up fraternity hand signs. They're yeah. throwing up hand signs of their brand, UMBO, whatever that mess is. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's just... Well, what about the you know what about the goggles that Ja puts up? Those are like the form of lowercase b's. Are we sure he's not a blood? Does he dream of being a blood? I mean, it's just, it's just like, I can't believe, again, that we have gotten to a point in sports <laughs> media where we're having these conversations unironically, you know, and that there's no consequences for that. We're not talking about if a guy's been working on his jumper in the offseason. Well, they don't care what's giving them because as far as they're concerned, it's not a, it's not a news show. But they got to understand. So they understand don't care when they get the facts it's wrong. It's not, but they got to understand. Their bosses don't care if that, they get facts wrong. That the American wrong. public does not know the difference. You keep saying I don't know the difference between Bob Lee and 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 
I don't think the, the average American does. That is Skip Bayless that tries to say outlandish it's things so that, the same to draw it attention. Like it's presented most of the us are same smart. Way. I, the average American, I, I, I think, it knows the difference. I, I have. I tell you what. I, I used to think like you. Skip do. ain't a real newsman. I've known for a long time. I have veered into John's territory after seeing what the internet believes. <laughs> it's, dude, our political climate. It's nuts, bro. You're the one who tells us don't pay attention to the internet and social media. You shouldn't. That's what I'm saying. You got fools you know on there. Why? And yeah, when Skip it's Bayless a, goes on there, it'll door. go viral because it's a bunch of fools. But back to the point of what you believe or not, how many people are really sucking that up as gospel that Jaws are well, how, how many people watch? Because they think it's, it's the same as what Bob Lee does outside the how lines and gives me facts. How many people watch Fox News and think it's real? This is different in the sense that we're talking about sports. Well, yes, but and I'm saying Skip in terms of... does outlandish sports takes. Well, now, what you're talking about on politics is wild as it is. You want to talk about Fox News? Everybody, that, That's a crazy... That's a separate world. Right. We're talking about a guy who weighs in on sports, right, on sports guys, saying that this dude is a gang member. Yes. That's, com- that's completely different but I also, for me. I, because this is his job. Well, of course. To weigh in on sports. But I'm saying his job should entail... Like sticking to facts on some level, right? Completely. I'm, I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not fighting you there. What I'm telling you is, his bosses do not care. Well, they that's an, an opinion show, and they let that dude lay it out. That's true. And and the fact is, he's become a character of character caricature of himself. And the fact people are expecting these outlandish takes from him, and we've accepted that. Well, we we're not going to take him off the air for being irresponsible. You're right. I, I think that that's who like, Skip is now. And we've accepted that. The burden of truth should be higher, and I, I, you know, I think the expectations and the standards should be higher. They're clearly not, but I just feel like they yeah, should. Yeah, those be. dudes back on today, back on tomorrow, and yeah. changing. Skip uh, continues to get paid. Yep. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Trish Crick for joining us on the show today. Thanks to Jessica Benson as well. Jenna and Jeffrey are up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.